Blog Talk Radio. Two artists who will alter your state of musical consciousness. Money Chicha and Holly Gold, Holy Golden. So stay tuned. We're going to have fun. Catch them in this linen net. Keep on so I don't forget. From Los Angeles, California, it's Music Friday Live, brought to you by World Arts, a global platform for musicians, fans, and the music industry, and by MySanFelipeVacation.com, your source for a great getaway in the Sea of Cortez. I'm your host, Patrick O'Hepernand. This is your show. These bands are here to talk to you. Call us, 347-215-7511, or email your questions and comments to musicfridaylive at gmail.com. And welcome to our listeners in the cyberstationusa.com network, based in Boston and their radio affiliates in the East Coast. And to those of you listening to us on Stitcher or iTunes or on the Artistic Network in London, if you are listening live and you have questions or comments for our guest, call us or send an email. If you're not listening live, if you're listening to us on, uh, on a podcast or a rebroadcast, email your questions to musicfridaylive at gmail.com. We already got some emails to you guys are really on the ball out there. We'll forward your questions to our guests so they can reply directly to you. Well, I've been listening to Holy Golden all week with two results. First, periodic, happy, altered states of musical consciousness. Secondly, a reminder of just how much creativity there is in today's music scene. Holy Golden creates alternative worlds with rock beats, ethereal voices, and dreamy lyrics. I could listen all day long, and at least one day this week I did. Uh, The musical world of Leslie Schott and Andrew Valenti whose encounter during a lunar eclipse on Martha's Vineyard has led to mythological musical mini-worlds. How do you like that? Isn't that a great flow to that? Uh, Starting with uh, home-recorded albums, musical videos, short films, and uh, photo stories, the pair have established themselves firmly in the music pantheon with two full-length albums, tours, multiple music venues, and an EP, Other Worlds, set for release March 16th. The festival, they're here to talk with us. Leslie and Andrew, welcome to Music Friday Live. Hello. Hi there. <laughs> okay. Thanks for having us. There, Thanks for having us. Oh, thank you for taking the time. Uh, there is so much for us to talk about. We can talk about the song Arrival, about films, about Martha's Vineyard, about camping near the Hearst Castle, all sorts of stuff. But so much. We, re- we really need to talk about the upcoming album, Other World. Is it really an Other World is that what you set out to create? Yes, it is an other world. Um, it's a place that I designed in my imagination. And as sort of an escape from a sad and difficult time I was going through. And it's a real and an imaginative place. Um, so, yes, it is an other world. Well, I think the song Arrival, which is the first single you've released from the album, is kind of emblematic of the concept that you just enunciated. So I'm going to play a little bit of Arrival. This is Arrival. Arrival. 
Well, first of all, I, I love the video that, that, that goes with it. It makes me want to get in my car and, and head for the beach. Uh, Leslie, I understand, like, like you just mentioned, that you see an album in your head like a film. Was the arrival video part of your mental picture along with the music for the album? It definitely was. Um, it doesn't look exactly like the image that I have in my head for the the place that other world is, but um, I definitely visualized the video from beginning to end, and the whole album itself is like a movie. So, when you, when you do that, do you hear the music as well as as see the images? I do. It it happens simultaneously. Sometimes I'll already have the image in my mind, and then when I hear the song, I know that it's going to work for that vision. Uh And that's sort of how we write music as well. Well, Speaking of writing, there's a line in the song that I can't get out of my head. It goes, what is clear is that my fear is a mystery to everyone besides me. Was that a person? Is that a personal line about you, or is that a fantasy line about an imaginary person? It's definitely about my own experience and um, struggling with different um, issues of sa- sadness and confusion my whole life, and um, being an expert in a way on my own inner consciousness, um, but not always being able to translate that to other people. Now, uh, Andrew, let's get you in, in, in here. Um, how do the two of you approach songwriting or any creative endeavor? Do you do it differently? How do you complement each other? Well, every project or song or video has its own life. Um, let's say if we, some songs are created just by sitting around, uh, I'll be doodling on the guitar and Les will say, hey, do that again, and it'll grow from there. Or one of us will have a dream of a song, and we'll jump out of bed and have to just record it on our phone immediately. Um, Other photo projects or videos have been inspired just by where we may be at the time. Um, We'll sometimes just shoot a music video on the spot being inspired by wherever we happen to be <laughs> on the spot. Do you use your cell phones for that? Sometimes, but we, yeah. we try to keep our camera and most equipment with us at all times. Cause you never know when the next thing is going to happen. Um, Leslie, you, you have a background in acting and filmmaking and you also seem to have a, a deep love for period costumes. Um, does that all yes. come together uh, when you craft a song? It, it totally does. And one of the things I love about music is that it gives you the opportunity to blend all these worlds. So we have some good friends who own a vintage shop, and they help us sign things. And then throughout our travels, we collect really cool stuff, and that's just how we dress all the time. <laughs> Okay. All right. Yeah, that's that's one of the bonuses of going on tour is going to all the Middle America thrift shops. Ah, okay. So you're a thrift. Sh- you guys are thrift shop rats, huh? All right. Not surprised. 
a little More bit. Vintage, okay. Yeah. Um, well, I noticed that on this on uh, the album, uh, two songs refer to specific physical bases: the catacombs and the labyrinth. Now, since your bio says that your songwriting is a labyrinth a labyrinthine trail of breadcrumbs. I, I'm, I'm going to play a little bit of, uh, of that song, and then we'll talk a little bit about being in a labyrinth. Galaxy, where everyone I know loves me. What a fantastic concept in that line of the song. But there's no disco in the song, and so is the disco no. galaxy a destination, a goal, or a, a, just a neat visual idea since we know everybody loves you anyway? Well, it's a little bit of all those things, but the song is um, an ode to your subconscious in a way. It's like sort of a love song to your mind. And it's very euphoric at the end, sort of telling yourself that you're in this place of self-acceptance. Yeah, so the disco galaxy is kind of just within yourself. That's where it is physically. <laughs> okay, I can, I, I can, I can understand that. I, I get that. Um, now, Otherworld was a studio recording. Uh, I think you, you recorded it in a ballroom. Is that correct? Yes. Where we were living, actually, at the time. Well, half of it was in a ballroom, and half of it was in an attic of a 300-year-old home. You guys picked some really great places to do your recording. Now, I have seen videos of you live, and you don't, unless unless the videos are, are framed uh, very tightly, you don't seem to come with a stage full of synths and pedal boxes and computers uh, other than a keyboard, which you sometimes have. So how mm -hmm. do you interpret the effects heavy songs for live performances? Well, we put um, a lot of them through foot pedals. So maybe you can't see those, but I'm controlling a lot of the pre-recorded tracks just through my loop pedals. Um, we just send them directly into the PA wherever we're playing. Ah, okay. So you are using a little musical magic, huh? Very good. Yes. Well, let me remind our audience that uh, you are listening to Music Friday Live, and we are talking with uh, Holy Golden, and you can talk with them too. You can call us, 347-215-7511, or you can email us, musicfridaylive at gmail.com. And some of you have already emailed. In fact, we got more emails coming in. So why don't we take a little, uh, a couple of these emails here. Um, okay. Lisa in New York City wants to know, do you ever come down to New York City to play? 
As a matter of fact, we're coming very soon. We'll be in Brooklyn on February 16th. So that's the official release of Otherworld. And we're playing at the Park Church Co-op in Greenpoint. And okay. All right, Lisa, you should really gather up. Lisa needs to gather up all of her friends and be there on March 16th at the Park Church Co-op. No, no, Co-op. February 16th. 15th. Thank you. 15th. Yeah, um, no, it's two, February 16th. February 16th. All right. Are you two standing close together because we're getting an echo? Yeah, here. I'll go over here. Oh, yeah. Sometimes that happens. That's why it's hard to tell when you're, you're saying March or February or 16th or 15th. Oh, yeah, of course. All right. So say it once again. What's the date? February 16th at the Park Church Co-op. Yay. Perfect. Okay. All right. Robin in Seattle says, Leslie, how do you, this is an interesting question, right? Um, Leslie, how do you feel about the fact that so few women get awards in music these days? Wow. Well, I think that it highlights a very, um, a, a deeper issue that's complex and has been going on for a long time. Um, I do think in my personal experience that it took a definitely an added effort to get to the point where I am today um, in the environment and also just within myself, giving myself the permission to do that um, based on the kind of things I heard about doing music as a woman. So in terms of, uh, it's, you know, it's a complicated question. I wish that more women would get the, credit that they deserve for the music that they make and I really hope that with everything going on that starts to change so okay all right very interesting question there uh Raina in Tampa wants to know if either of you to meditate or do yoga yes lots of meditation yeah. okay <laughs> yes to both questions huh yeah. Yes. I mean, we could probably. I mean, everybody could stand to meditate a bit more. I think, in yes. the modern day. Well, your 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 music uh, um, helps that along, to say the least. Um, David Menick, who doesn't tell where he's from, uh, wants to know where does your name come from. Well, the na- Andrew can say a bit about it. Um. So. Tying it back into meditation a little bit and that world. Um, my grandmother is a Reiki master, and she was giving me Reiki and said that I had a golden aura. Um, and this was around the time that we were trying to come up with a name with just our creative world that we had together. Um, and we were on a road trip at the time and throwing throwing names together. And so... Holy Golden, the two words came together, and it's really just the idea of going for something that is the purest thing in your heart, that's the most pure, holy thing that you can think of, and, and always reaching for that thing. And and Reiki, of course, is a, a, a healing um, a skill, is that correct? Yeah, it's, a, it's an energy healing it's like an energy okay. massage or something. I've never had hmm. it. But. You've never something. had it? <laughs> you, you need I, to I haven't. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. 
she's really sweet. Okay. Um, Portia in um, Dallas. (laughs) This is a good one. Do you ever wear your old English costumes on stage? Yes, I do. And you'll have to hopefully see one of our concerts. Um, We always do our thing and put on all our bells and whistles. Yeah, and sometimes the, uh, I mean, because some of Leslie's clothes are from the 1800s, so sometimes they only last for one show. At the end of the Ooh. show, they'll just be in tatters. Ooh. It's a shame, but, but they look really nice, and we fix them afterwards. Oh. Do, do either we of you to. sew? I sew. <laughs> Actually, you... Andrew makes amazing, like, stuffed animal creatures, and he's really good on the sewing machine, so he usually, like, does all the mending and... Wow. I just had, he has like a huge bag of clothes of mine that need to be stitched up. <laughs> yeah. Whenever we get ready for a tour, it just means a lot of sewing beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> well, good for you. You guys are amazing. Right. Well, um, when I think of, um, of Holy Golden, you know, I think of those clothes that, that you mend, right? Uh, the Edwardian clothes, um, and I also think of elaborate tea sets and flowers and bright, sunshiny colors. And, and then I went and watched your movie, Holy Golden, the movie, it, which is oh, yeah. high desert plains and abandoned barns and running on dusty desert, desert roads. Where did all that come from? We were out in Wyoming with our family, and we drove – out into the mountains and found this amazing place. It was totally empty. And we said we have to do a music video here. So we actually hadn't recorded that song yet. We actually recorded that song for that video. Um, But we were luckily just in the right clothing to fit the mood. And it was an actual like dust bowl going on at the time too. Like a few times we just had to stop and, it's very, very dusty, but Yeah, we had to run into the car just to protect ourselves from the wind. Keep keep the grid out of the camera. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you very much. Did a great job. Where should people go to see your videos? Where's the best place? YouTube dot com. You just type in Holy Golden and all pretty much all our videos will come up there. Also holygolden dot com. All our videos are on our website. Okay. Yep, right. right on the homepage. Okay. Well, that 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 um, that film reminded me of one of your songs for good reason called "Born Lonely." So let's let's play a little bit of "Born Lonely." <laughs>
there's a line, and there's a lot of lines in there, but there's one in there uh, that really grabbed me. It's peel apart the horizon and jump inside. I am at peace inside my fantasy. <laughs> wow, what, what an image. It t- takes me back to the 60s in San Francisco. Are, are your songs and videos your fantasy, and, and, and uh, are they uh, your, your peace? Yes, they are. Um, everything has been sort of crafted in my daydreams. And, you know, it, it, a lot of it starts with my own um, daydreams that I've been having since I was a very little girl. And that was actually a big inspiration behind making Otherworld was to finally put this daydream I've been having for the longest time into a musical form, musical and visual form. So, yeah, this is sort of one you've arrived into the other world and you're seeing all these wild, fantastical things that can happen there. Like, you know, you can fly across the treetops and peel apart the horizon. And Mm. yeah. And of course, you know, Andrew and I talk about every single lyric after, you know, I've written down the general structure and we kind of talk about what would make it more interesting. And yeah. Uh, Is loneliness one of the emotions that, that sets off your, your creative energy? Yeah, it definitely is a huge, um, just a, something that always comes up inside music. And I feel like um, music does speak to sort of an unreachable, lonely part of a lot of people. Um, and when we made this album, I was struggling with some of those things, perhaps more than I am now, because I wasn't sharing a lot of the work that I was creating. So mm-hmm. there was a loneliness in that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and so it's just, and t- kind of ties back into the question about you know, women in music, too. For a long time, I had all this stuff I wanted to make, but I didn't know if I ha- was allowed to for some reason. So wow. there's a loneliness in that. So, Do you ever see yourself making a, a full-length motion picture? Definitely. Yeah, we it, really it, want to. The, yeah. It's on the it's list. On list. Okay. All right. I heard some pretty strong agreement there. Um, well, speaking of, of motion pictures, I, I understand that, that one of your favorite and most influential films is the, the 1970 uh, Czech film, uh, Valerie and her, uh, her week of wonders. Um, mm-hmm. Would any film you made reference Valerie um, or that style? I I definitely think that, the way that film feels and looks would be something we would aspire to be able to create ourselves. Um, so yeah, p- perhaps if it fit the, the, the movie's plot and whatnot. Uh, yeah. Well, I, re- I recommend that it. film. Yeah. The subtleties and the, the feeling of that film has definitely worked its way into some of the things that we've created. I, I can kind of tell that. And let me recommend everybody after they've watched all of your videos, they should go track that down. It is available online, and it's a um, really remarkable piece of uh, of, of creativity. Um, we it have is time so amazing. For, it really is. We have time for one more song, um, and um, I saved the first song for last because it has a great question in it. This is The Bird That Sings in the Morning.
ask in that song, why is the world so big? And then you continue, you say, it's a cruel joke. We see it as kids, all that school, yet I'm still a fool about all of it. Is that a child's view that will dissipate as she grows older? Or have you grown older and you still seek an answer to things larger than you? Uh, it's both of those things. So a lot of the album touches on the the youthful soul that we sometimes cover up with other things as we get older and trying to uncover that because we still always see the world through those eyes that we saw, that we saw them through as a child. We just, it's not as clear to us maybe. Um, And then it's also about how, you know, just as soon as you think you've sort of surveyed your own territory, it keeps expanding and you have to keep understanding more and more. So, um, it's, it's both perspectives, that of a child looking at the world for the first time and that of an adult um, looking you know, back at the world the way that they saw it as a child. Uh, Andrew, d- d- uh, what's your contribution to this? Uh, do, are you involved in the songwriting and the, and the lyrics? Um, I only help out a little bit with some of the lines, really, after, after Leslie's put them down. Um, but mostly, I mean, that could just be with structure for the final song, but the words come from her heart and her experiences. Okay. And, and uh, Andrew's really the master of the, you know, the musical, you know, the putting the parts together and really making the song come to life. So So that gives you kind of a, a lyrical and visual freedom then, doesn't it, Leslie? Very much. It's wonderful. Room to run. <laughs> okay. Very interesting. Well, we are just about out of time, but I want to make sure that, uh, first of all, that people know where they can see you live. Um, you said you have a concert coming up in Brooklyn. Um, is there a, a, a tour list that people can go to and check and see if you're going to be in their city? Yep. If you go to holygolden.com, you can find everything about us our videos our tour dates our photos you know everything okay um you can also follow us on facebook we're on there and we're always posting our events on there okay and uh um where can people pre-order the album right on our website holygolden.com slash uh, store, and you can also pre-order it from our record label, wallflowerrecords.org. Wallflower yep. Records. And then iTunes yeah. and all that. I mean, you can and all those other sites: iTunes, Bandcamp, Spotify, right. all that. Okay, all, all the usual online places that people. All the usual music. suspects. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Well, Leslie. Shot and Andrew Valenti of uh, Holy Golden. Uh, I want to thank you, first of all, for taking the time to be with us today. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having us. It's been thank fun. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. Okay. We've been talking with uh, Leslie Schott and Andrew Valenti of Holy Golden. Their newest album is Otherworld. It's uh, be out 
soon, and but you can get your copy at their website. If you are in New York City, catch them in Brooklyn at the Park Church Co-op on Russell Street and follow them at www.holygolden.com and on Facebook and all the other social places. We're going to step aside for a minute while our broadcast partner, World Arts, tells you how to become a great music network part of a great music network for free. And then we have another wonderful guest coming up. Don't go away. This is going to be lots of fun. World Arts brings the entire music world together on one global stage. We give artists the tools to sell and license their music, interact with industry pros, and play live to a whole new audience. Wherever they are on their journey, we want artists to get paid for what they create. At World Arts, Fans can discover new songs, get exclusive rewards, and crowdfund projects for artists. Brands can offer opportunities for artists to create original content that fans can instantly vote on and share. World Arts is the global music platform where we can all rise above the noise. Take your career to the next level. Discover new artists. At World Arts, it's all about the music. That's the World Arts. You should be part of the World Arts. It's the global music platform that connects artists with fans and brands and industry pros, and you should be part of it. So sign up at www.worldarts.com. It's free. We're there, and you should be too. And we're back at Music Friday Live. I'm Patrick O'Heffernan, and of course, we'd like to hear from you. You can call in 347-215-7511, or you can Email us, musicfridaylive at gmail.com. And before our next guest, though, uh, we want to take a quick little trip to Mexico, believe it or not. Here we go to Mexico. Just two hours south of the California border lies the enchanting seaside town of San Felipe, Baja California, where friendly people, warm waters, and a relaxing vacation awaits. And it all starts at www.mysanfelipevacation.com. Whether you choose to golf on the 18-hole championship course overlooking the Sea of Cortez with friends, enjoy a romantic weekend for two on the beach, or take the whole family for a fun-filled weekend of shopping and activities, you'll be sure to find just the right accommodations at mysanfelipevacation.com. So what are you waiting for? Isn't it time you got away? Visit www.mysanfelipevacation.com today. That's www.mysanfelipevacation.com. See you in San Felipe. Boy, I hope I can grow up and have a voice like that. Uh, anyway, uh, yes, you'll see us in um, San Felipe, and you'll see us there even less expensively if you use the discount code MFLA5. So log on to mysanfelipevacation.com, use the discount code MFLA5, and you will get a 5% discount on everything you book. Well, get ready to dance and rock and happily space out. 
Money Chicha's Coming, the Austin-based group plays Chicha, a music inspired by the sounds of Peru and Colombia in the 60s and the 70s. And they are a Chicha supergroup with members of the Grammy Award-winning Latin Orchestra Grupo Fantasma. They energize audiences worldwide with Latin beats and psychedelic surf guitar pyrotechnics and accordion riffs and melodies drawn from the indigenous culture of the Andes. There's nothing like what they do, and they do it with a distinct point of view, so you have something to think about after you dance till you drop. Best of all, electric bass player Greg Gonzalez from Money Chicha is here with us. Greg, welcome to Music Friday Live. How's it going? Thanks for having me. It's going really well. We've been listening to your music all week, and we still haven't dropped yet, and we're still dancing. That's why I have these long extension on my earphones so I can get up and rock around to your music. <laughs> um, <laughs> b- b- before we start playing your music for our listeners, could you tell us a bit about Chicha music and, and how you came to Chicha music? Sure. Um, chicha music is – so first of all, Chicha is not – actually a style of music it's more of a marketing term for a group of people who were making music uh in a certain geographic area i compare it to like salsa music you know people use the term salsa to describe a style of music but that style of music is not in and of itself a style of music if that makes sense it's it's a mix of styles of music the song right. music of cuba cumbia from colombia it's it's Ibarro and, and Bomba and Plena from Puerto Rico. It's R&B in some cases from the United States, Boleros and Cha-Cha-Cha and this, that, and the other thing. And the mix of of music is what they called salsa. You know, it just makes it easier than having to explain all that other stuff. Uh, Chicha <laughs> is very similar in that it was a, a musical movement that took place in the 60s and 70s in South America, mainly in Peru, but also in Ecuador, Bolivia, uh, Colombia, and even parts of Brazil to a certain extent. Uh, at the time, it was referred to as, you know, Amazon music or, you know, sometimes cumbia, amazonica, and stuff Ooh, like that like because that. that was essentially the idea is that it was music of the Andes and the Amazon sort okay. of area. Right. Uh, and what made it what made it unique is that it was this blend of, of styles. It was a blend of of Latin styles of, of rhythm, you know, the cumbia and salsa, plena and, and whatnot that was popular in salsa music, for instance. Uh, but it was also the sounds of the time that were considered cutting edge, you know, fuzz guitar and reverb, combo organs and distortion boxes and delay effects and synthesizers. But the, the third element that kind of set it all off was the usage of uh, the indigenous melodies of the Andes and the Andean people, the indigenous music of the people of the Amazon basin. Mm-hmm. So all three of these things sort of combined to create a very unique musical style and mix. Um, it wasn't until later that someone came up with the idea of like, hey, let's call it chicha music. Uh, uh. Chicha is, is it's it's basically at this point, it's, it's slang usually used for any kind of homemade hooch or fruit punch sort of moonshine <laughs> sort of thing. But traditionally it would be made uh, in native communities or indigenous communities by people who would, uh, you know, in the process of harvesting the maize, they would chew up the corn and spit it into a big communal pot and add some water and then cover it. The sugar would interact with the enzymes and saliva and create alcohol. 
And at the end of the harvest, uh, everyone would celebrate. They'd get around together and, and drink this chicha, which was a, a strong kind uh-huh. of fruity brew. Kind okay. of nasty, but at the same time, yeah. it was a communal thing. It was a celebration of the harvest, you know, that people drank this. You know, at this yeah. point, they make chicha that is both alcoholic and non-alcoholic, and uh, it's just kind of becomes slang for moonshine, but it could also be the stuff that you can actually buy at the, you know, one of these international I actually, supermarkets. I actually, and it's had, like I actually had chicha when I was in Peru, so I know what you mean there. Well, we're, mm-hmm. uh, you're also part of, of the chicha summit, um, and which is going to be playing exactly. in, in L.A. this Friday. So tell us quickly, what is the Chicha Summit? The Chicha Summit is uh, basically our opportunity to connect bands uh, from diverse areas that are celebrating a similar kind of inspiration in their own ways. Uh, there's, I, I like to refer to it as like a third wave of Chicha music. The first wave is the music that inspired us from the 60s and 70s. And then later on, uh, Peruvian and Andean people kind of uh, co- codified that style of music, and it became a lot different. It became more digital with, with very clean sort of tones and a lot of delay and reverb kind of sounds, electronic drums, and a little more corny kind of synth sounds. And it <laughs> seems that there's a lot of bands nationally and internationally that have rediscovered some of these sounds and have been bringing them to the forefront again and using them to, uh, you know, interpret modern sounds as well. Groups like Chicano Batman, groups like, uh, know you know, ourselves, as well as bands like uh, Sonido Gallo Negro in Mexico or uh, yep. the Meridian Brothers in Colombia. So this is this was kind of our attempt to to combine like-minded you know, musicians that were were working together separately in like Los Santos in Chicago or La Chamba in Los right. Angeles mm-hmm. and uh, bring us all together so that we could all kind of just showcase, if you will, our, our, our takes on the same sort of inspiration. And we've all got our own kind of take on it at this point, uh, informed by our own North American and Chicano biases in some cases. And so that's that that was kind of the the goal of the the Chicha Summit was just to sort of sort of showcase all the different varieties and bring together all these sounds under one umbrella. Well, you're going to be um, doing that uh, in my city, I think tonight. Is that correct? Yes. At, at, the, at the Echo. Mm-hmm. At the Echo, but, this is correct. Yeah, I will be there, and uh, um, you're touring through the country. Is there a place where people can go to take a look at your tour schedule so they can see if you're if the summit's going to be in their city? Absolutely. You can visit us at moneychicha.com. That's our website. And it's chicha, like cha-cha, so C-H-I-C-H-A, and money, like money mm-hmm. in English. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we're Spanglish, okay. so so is our name, I guess. But uh, we'll have all the dates listed there. Uh, Dos Santos will also have the dates listed on their site, dosantoschi.com. And, okay. of course, we have you know, internet presence on social media, uh, Facebook, Instagram, and all that as well. All right. Well, let's listen to some chicha. This is uh, Lamenta de la Selva.
Memento in la Selva, the mint in the jungle. Wow. Even though we didn't play the whole song because it's five minutes of nonstop motion, uh, I'd like to break it down a little bit, um, if if you don't mind. I think I hear Mm -hmm. bongos, congas, electric guitar and bass, clave or woodblock or both, uh, and a drum kit or timbales. Am I close? Is that about what's going on in there? Uh, sort of. We have a, a a unique take on things. Our our drummer, if you want to call him that, uh, plays a hybrid setup that's like half of a drum set and a set of timbales with cowbells and wood blocks and things like that. So it's like a hi hat, a floor tom, and a bass drum. Although there's no bass drum on that particular track. Yeah. Uh, one. And then yeah, so there's it's sort of a hybrid in the fact that you have a hi hat and a tom-tom drum but you don't have a snare you know uh which really changes the the kind of groove sure. that you come up with and then our yeah. percussionist uh sweet lou is kind of a ambidextrous he plays bongos cowbells and congas all by himself as well so between the two of them they make it sound like you know three or four percussionists <laughs> uh and okay. it, in addition to that it's guitar uh electric bass and a combo organ. Ah, okay. That's that sound. I wondered what that was. Well, that's, that's a lot of influences to jam into one song or even into an album. How did this collection of people and musical skills and instruments all come together? It's a long story. Uh, I'll try and give you the brief version if I'm capable. Yeah, pl- please, uh, basically, we don't have time for a long story. <laughs> yeah, basically this rhythm section or this band started out as the rhythm section of another band called Grupo Fantasma, which is a Grammy award-winning Latin orchestra sure. from Austin, Texas. And we've been active for about 18 years. And, uh, you know, we, we wanted to have an opportunity to showcase our own talent. You know, when you have a big 10-piece band with two singers and a horn section, people tend to focus on those elements and forget that, you know, the engine that, that's driving the train is, is really what's making the, the booties shake, if you will. So we were like, you know, we want to just have an opportunity to showcase our own talents without a horn section or vocalist and let our guitar playing and our bass playing and our percussioning uh, be kind of the, the spotlight. And then we discovered Chicha music uh, and we were like, oh, this is the perfect uh, venue to do this because it's not mm-hmm. music with horns. <laughs> yeah, right. Although it occasionally <laughs> has vocals. Okay. All right. Well, I want to play um, some more of that that, that music. And, and actually, I'd like to play the title song and then maybe talk about it. And this is um, Echo in Mexico. <laughs> album is entitled Echo in Mexico. Uh, was it produced in Mexico? It was not produced in Mexico, but uh, 
myself and uh, the guitar player Bethel Martinez, as well as our uh, original second guitar player who appears on a few songs, Adrian Quesada, are all from Laredo, Texas, which is a border town. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of the impetus, you know, our original, I guess, explorations and introduction to, to cumbia music uh, came from that, from our proximity to the Mexican border. Um, so I'm wondering about that, the I Mexican, guess. The, the Mexican, infl- Mexican musical influence, and, and I know Laredo, um, I know that accordions some kind sometimes appear in your songs. Uh, so there's a little Norteño or Ranchero influence there, which is part of Northern Mexico. Sort of. Uh, I mean, it, it's more the, the Colombian influence, to be honest, which is the original, uh-huh. the originator of the cumbia sort of style. And, uh, you know, growing up as teenagers on the border, we would go to Mexico frequently to get drinks when we were <laughs> underage uh, probably not a good idea these days, but it was something we did regularly back then. And we would see all these bands that would just kind of bust and it would just be accordions, you know, traveling, traveling guys with accordions and percussion. And they would play this cumbia music uh, frequently. And that's kind of what piqued our interest, you know, was that that was our introduction, I guess, the cumbia music that wasn't just like, you know, Selena or something like that. Mm-hmm. Not that I have anything against Selena. Inter- <laughs> right. Okay. Interesting. Well, I, I want to play a song which I think has some accordion in it. Uh, you can tell me afterwards. This is uh, um, Martes Negro. <laughs> I know we're going to get questions from our from our listeners who didn't realize that accordions um, appear in Latin uh, and Latino music. And um, Greg, you were telling me uh, that it's in Colombian music also that the, the accordion is quite popular. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the legend goes that a ship wrecked off the coast of Colombia, and it was a ship full of accordions, and they all washed up on the shore. <laughs> And, uh, you know, the people who found them just adopted their native uh, melodies to the accordion. Uh, Traditionally, people in Colombia, the natives and and the African slaves would play flutes called gaitas, which played very pentatonic sort of five note melodies. And these were adopted to the accordion sound. And from there grew a whole new style of music called vallenato, which is tremendously popular in Colombia now. Uh And of course, we see the uh, the accordion in uh, the Mexican nor- uh, Norteño and Ranchero too, and I mm-hmm. think those accordions actually came from the German 
uh, immigrants who settled in, in southern Texas and sometimes drifted across the border, too. Do you know anything about that? Yeah, that's the that's the legend. There there are a lot of uh, immigrants who came to Mexico from Germany, as a matter of fact. So uh, I believe that's the case. Okay. And of yeah, course, right. in Texas, there's a bunch of Germans. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, particularly San Antonio. Um, the the lyrics in that song, "Tal vez a solo la esperanza, una fe o un deseo." Uh, una oración contra el miedo que siento dentro de mis uh, huesos que la presente decisión para el mejor hay que um, esperar. Essentially, you're saying <clears throat> you don't understand the world and it will do what it wants. And you're afraid. So the best action in life is to wait and see, which somehow seems out of character with the, the music itself and also with the, the nature of the band. Is, in, in, am I reading that right? Sort of. Uh, that song was inspired by the election. Originally, it was going to be called Viernes Negro, Black Friday. Uh, mm. And I was thinking about consumerism at the time. But then we had this terrible election where a certain person was elected that I don't much care for. And there was a lot of dread. And uh, I suppose there still is a lot of apprehension about that situation. So this song was kind of a meditation on that, on the fact that, uh, you know, at the end of the day, we can't depend on any government or any, any, anybody like that to watch out for us as communities. We have to band together. We have to hope for the best. But ultimately, you know, you, you're just one cog in the wheel and everything ideally happens for a reason. And all you can do is hope that it's the right reason. Okay. Let me remind our listeners that we're talking with Greg Gonzalez of uh, Money Chicha about Chicha music, the Chicha Summit, and the band's album Echo in Mexico. And you can talk with them, too. You can call us, 347-215-7511, or you can email us. Some of you already have, musicfridaylive at gmail.com. Let me, let me turn to a couple of the emails here. Um, Benson in Los Angeles, um, what can I expect to see if I go to the Chicha Summit tonight? And Benson, you should go. <laughs> well, you can expect to see excellent musicianship. You can expect to dance. You can expect to experience uh, exotic sounds and melodies. <laughs> Okay, all right. That's that should be pretty good, uh, Benson. Uh, yeah, look look me up when you when you're there tonight. Be sure you're there. Theo in Atlanta um, has surf rock guitar always been part of Chicha, or is that your own innovation? It was definitely an influence, I believe. You know, the music of the '60s and '70s was a huge influence worldwide, and uh, I think it was more the the people of South America trying to emulate those sounds. You know, what was probably the popular songs of the day were had a lot of surf rock sounds, people like the Beach Boys and the Beatles and the Rolling Stones and all of that. So that kind of twangy, psychedelic sound, you know, of the animals or whatever uh, is is very prevalent in a lot of that early Chicha stuff. And you bring it back, and you bring it back well, and I love it. Well, I want to play, we got time for just for one more song, and I want to play Kieran uh, Efectos, because I love the guitar riffs in this.
love the uh, the guitar riffs behind the percussion and that. I I think it's a plastic cowboy, a cowbell or something in there. It's just a purely addictive. Um, how do you guys put a song like that together? Where does it start and who does what? Uh, well, that song was actually inspired by uh, a hip hop song, a classic hip hop song called Good. "They Want Effects" by Das Effects. Uh, and that's why it's called Get In Effectos, which is actually translates to They Want Effects. Uh, so that song was based around a riff, uh, a James Brown riff, actually, from the soundtrack to, to uh, what's it called, Black Caesar. So that was kind of the inspiration <laughs> for that was, you know, we are big James Brown fans. We have a band called Brownout as well that does funk. And uh, we did a sh- whole show of James Brown music, including that song. And I think between hearing the original material as well as the DOS effects song, you're like, man, how can we kind of do a tribute to all of this in this Chicha style? It's one of our <laughs> one of our running gags. We also do a Prince song, Chicha style. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I love it. And a Bjork song. <laughs> well, unfortunately, a Bjork song too. Oh, that, that I got to hear. I hope you play some of that tonight. Well, unfortunately, uh, I'm going to have to wait until tonight to hear it. Uh, The clock is telling us we have been having too much fun. Um, We have time for one more important question, and that is where should people go to get your music? Our music uh, is available on the Vampy Soul label, also called Moonster Records, out of Spain. So get it on Amazon. You can download it off iTunes, and, of course, you can purchase it directly from the band through our online store at our website. Okay. And once again, uh, you're playing tonight at the Echo. The the Chicha Summit will be at the Echo tonight. It's going to be moving into a number of other cities. Real quick, do you know some of the other cities off the top of your head? Uh, Yeah. Uh, San Francisco, San Diego, Riverside, Yuma, Santa Fe, El Paso, uh, Phoenix. You're making the Western swing. Okay. All right. Everybody should, should check out their, their music. If you're in the L.A. area tonight, you should be at the Echo. We're going to have lots of fun, and you can hear this wonderful music live and lots of different uh, variations of it. Greg, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us today. This has really been fun. It was my pleasure. Thanks for having me. That's uh Greg Gonzalez of the Chicha Supergroup Money Chicha. Remember, they're they're on tour now, so check out their webpage for the cities they're going to be in all throughout the uh, the Southwest. They're in L.A. tonight at the Echo with the Chicha Summit, and this is going to be lots and lots of fun. Well, you've been listening to Music Friday Live, which is also lots and lots of fun with me, Patrick O'Heffernan. From the Blog Talk Radio Network, the Cyber Station USA Network, and our radio affiliates. So like our Facebook page, follow our Twitter feed, you'll get real-time updates on our guests. Our producer is Lars Christensen, our program director is Jason Bartlebin, and our intern is Angeline Sorano, who has her own radio show, You Go uh, Angeline. Download this and other Music Friday programs at blogtalkradio.com slash Music Friday. We're also on iTunes. Be here next Friday. Our guest will be Parker Matthews, and hopefully, we're still working on this one, but hopefully Leslie Mundaki. That's going to be lots of fun. So check out our Twitter stream, our Facebook page, and we'll update you on the guest. That's it for now. Have a great music weekend, and we're going to listen to a little more of this wonderful Chicha music. (laughs) 
again, you're listening to the Keren Efectos Podcast. Thank you. 